Hi, honey. Hi. <laughs> you know what we didn't think about? Mm, don't know. Let's start. Um, how do we start our woo for thought first episode? Whoa. We should think about it. Yeah. That was a joke. <laughs> was it? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> we should think about it. Yes. Woo for thought. Woo for thought. Welcome to Woo for Thought. Right. It's like... Episode one. Episode one of a Woo for Thought yes. conversation. Yes. In case you don't know, you could find the text of our Woo for Thought at Substack. Mm-hmm. Type in Anelia, I-N-E-L-I-A, and you'll find our stack. Yes. And this stack has a newsletter and it has a Woo for Thought and you can choose both or subscribe to both or just one. Right. Options. When you go there, you'll see on the top, it says a bunch of things. One of them is Woo for Thought. Those are long form essays. Yes. And that's what we're talking about today is our first Woo for Thought because we feel it's important. It is. It's important. Talk about it. Yes. The topic and the sub stack. <laughs> it is indeed the nature of importance. So that was our first essay. Yes. And we talked a little bit about how to talk about it. Yes. <laughs> Which we're not sure about how to talk about it yet. Well, I'm not sure. We're PB sure. She PB sure, sure, yes. She's sure that we should kick the all other dogs out of the house and cats and keep them away from her food and yes. her water. And her water, yeah. Right. That's what she thinks and is anybody important. Who's outside she has to stay with away. her chickens should stay away too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or risk the wrath of the growl. Yes. Those are important to her. Important things. so basically we wanted to introduce our new podcast Woo for thought and it is a we would prefer that you went there to so the substack page and actually subscribe to the Woo for thought essays if you're a lecturian you're gonna like them okay because it's a nice long in-depth reading they come out once a month and we've decided to do the recording of Woo for Thought as a different podcast to our regular podcast, which is, which is res, uh, driving to the res, mm-hmm. right? And see how it goes. Like it's an experiment. It's a new thing we're trying out and see if you like it. Right. If you've been listening to Driving to the Res or been subscribed already, you might have already read the first Woo for Thought. Mm-hmm. And that's fine because revisiting these things is uh, actually cool. It is, yeah. Right. Well, we had, tend to have a right now memory. <laughs> like remember yesterday, barely. Yes. An hour ago, better. Ten minutes ago, a mm. uh, little better. Yes. But when we remember our, our importances... Right. Yes, we do remember. We remember our importances, but oftentimes our importances are also, I guess I would say, implanted by other things and people and whatevers. Mm-hmm. So um, the purpose of having a conversation about an essay that we wrote a month or two ago is... Indeed, the depth of thought, Right. Like giving yourself enough time to ponder about something that you start getting into the greater depth 
of awareness around that topic. Right. You've already read it. Mm-hmm. Probably. You've been exposed to the thoughts that are in it. Probably. You've used those thoughts to expand your awareness about maybe your own importances. Mm-hmm. Probably. Now you've lived them for a while. Probably. probably. <laughs> <clears throat> and now we can talk about them again in maybe a more mature way. I guess yeah. a mature under, more mature understanding. Yeah, because the, the thought matures, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, it grows and matures. Uh, one of the things that became very clear to me early on was that the school system or the way in which we're taught how to think is, uh, from like one hour slots, right? It's like one hour and then another hour, something else. Another, if you're lucky, you'll get a subject that lasts two hours. But normally it's like the, the day splits into very small amounts of attention span and the attention span at a social media way and societal push has been shortened more and more and more so that nowadays our attention span, I think lasts 15 seconds or something on the internet. They say, if you don't capture attention in 15 seconds, it's over. And a lot of people and a lot of um, people are subscribing to really short little videos that are like less than a minute long they look at you, just, you expect the entire subject to be covered in less than a minute. And then you move on to the next thing. So attention span is being shortened as a societal level for a reason. And that reason is to um, downgrade the maturity of thought. And why do they, why is that being done? Because it's much easier to control the masses if they're dumbed down. If their attention span is so short, they can never think of anything in depth. Or explore anything in depth. So to uh, reverse that, in a way, it's like we have been doing the podcast. They're driving to the rest. We do half hour and then a full hour or longer for the second part, usually. And um, we're doing these long essays rather than short articles. Uh, one of the things that came very clear to me when writing there is the newsletters was that most of the advice on the internet, if you want to, for people to open your newsletters, to read what you're um, offering um, as a thought or an idea or like the newsletter, um, to make them less than 500 words, which is about four paragraphs or less, you know, it's very short and um, le- shorter if possible. So, which I find so annoying. <laughs> I'll just get into it. Just get going and then it's over already. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> because you had the natural tendency to go into depth and great detail by reading books. From a young age, you were, you were a lectorian, right? We call yeah. people who like to read lectorians. So um, the Substack essay format was Larry's idea. Because it was like, those newsletters are too short. Just a page and page and a half or two. Like, can we please get more than a page yes. and a half, honey? Yeah. And um, so we decided to do both. Because our audience, we don't want to cut off the individuals who... Well, they're busy. Yeah. Who they, prefer the shorter... They prefer short. That's okay. It's not... 
you're getting a lot in a short. Yes. You're getting a lot. I guess Compacted. it can manipulate the time a little bit. Mm-hmm. Squish it all together and squish it really, really tight. Yes. Okay. There you go. You got it. Yeah. You can get it in your 15 whatever seconds. Yes. Or however long. And some people's busy lives are busy and they haven't, um, they like it that way. I mean, I can't mm. tell you how you have to have your life. You, no. you, you don't have to read 10, 20 pages of an essay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's not the only way. Right. right. But, <laughs> but it is true. Way. It is true that uh, things have been structured so that you are inclined less to go into depth. Yes. Because trained that way. you're being trained. You are trained that way so that you can be more easily programmed. Yes. Essentially. Mm-hmm. You don't go past the surface to check the program. Mm-hmm. Not, not the, I'm not saying you don't, not you personally, but mm-hmm. the tendency will be to accept and accept a headline as truth. Right. Right. And then not look at the article that the headline is to, because I'm, uh, I mean, I'll tell you now, nine times out of 10, the headline and the article don't seem related. <laughs> yes, it's true. And, uh, Usually nowadays the, the headlines are just um, clickbait. clickbait. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same point, the same the same point applies. It's that the headline is the important thing. Mm-hmm. That's what's important in this whole article is that five words. Mm-hmm. It's important. In case you haven't noticed or didn't notice, or maybe you didn't pay attention. <laughs> this uh, woofer thought is titled. The essay is titled The Nature of Importance. The Nature of Importance. So yes. I just thought I would mention that's what we're kind of talking about importance, yes. right? Yeah. So the headline is the important part in the article. Yeah. As you've been programmed to believe. So if you don't have time to read the article, just look at the headline. You got the article, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What does that naturally translate to? Scientifically minded people say, well, I don't believe just that and the other. It needs to be a peer-reviewed scientific article, whatever. <laughs> so those ones have also got a title and an abstract. Yeah, and if you're pressed for time, which... Society designed that way. Like, designed that yes. way. You look at the title, you say, okay. And then you don't even read the abstract. You what the, skim the abstract. Mm-hmm. Because that's a whole paragraph, you know. No, it's too Jeez, long to that's read. Yeah. And if you s- <laughs> read the title, that should tell you everything. And you skim the abstract. Now you have basis for your title, right? Yes. But if you actually read the article, the mm-hmm. entire study, and look at the setup and all that, you find, wait a minute, even the abstracts aren't matching the rest of the paper anymore. Mm-hmm. That's very strange, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a system design of importance sort of i guess in some way intentionally to definitely intentionally lead your importances and program them a certain way for okay short the short and the sweet mm-hmm. we're in the middle of a split mm-hmm. it's very very difficult to keep someone who's chosen the light dark paradigm in that paradigm because the environment doesn't necessarily support it. In which paradigm? The light dark paradigm. For somebody who chooses the light dark paradigm, it's difficult there. for them yeah, to it's stay. Difficult there. to stay there because the environment actually is high frequency. High frequency. Yeah. So there's a plethora of tricks to keep yourself. I guess uh, you know, 
In the light dark. In paradigm. the light dark paradigm voluntarily. Right. 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 So importances being manipulated, news headlines and uh, abstracts telling you a thing that's not true, mm-hmm. not even supported by the paper or the article. Those are kind of the little tricks. So it's not like you're tricked. You just haven't looked. Mm-hmm. So if you're on the light side of the split, you need to look. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about. So look, yeah. yeah, scratch, scratch a little bit at it, right? That's one of the things I think over this last two years, three years especially, that's become clear is most everything presented needs a little bit of scratching at it indeed (laughs) to see why was this produced yeah or is this true (laughs) and is is this actually true or supported is this true for my paradigm Mm -hmm. i guess that could be a that'd be a good t-shirt yeah is this this true for my paradigm paradigm? (laughs) and then you know for paradigm we just have a couple of dimes yes (laughs) so people have to think you don't just get it you know Yes. Did you like that? Yes. All right. Yes, I like so that. it's our importances, right? And I think, I think, um, I think as time goes on, it see I've okay, I've heard people say the lo- the the more they learn, the more they realize they don't know anything. Oh my god, that's so true. Is that true? Yes. <laughs> It seems, it seems that there's a, what's that when there's a corollary to it? The corollary to that is the more I learn, the more I realize most people are lying about stuff. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that's the corollary. So I haven't thought about that one. (laughs) It's like, I don't, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. So most people's prime purpose or prime importance or the importance that they are functioning from is a paradigm of lack, lack of um, money. Mm -hmm. So they have to work. They have to write this. That's how they make money. Yes. Lack of et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Right. A lack universe, a lack paradigm. Oh yes, definitely. And one of the things that, I mean, it's not completely related to this, but the lack aspect of it is the connection. Mm Mm-hmm. Connection to each other, connection to themselves, connection to their physical body. And that is related to importance because to me, one of the most important things on the planet is to connect, you know, or to look at it and see that disconnect and that very short memory or attention span is key in keeping individuals disconnected to themselves, to their thoughts, to their uh, analytical aspect of exploration and also disconnected to their environment. So lots of information stops coming in, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Right. It, it reminds me a little bit of an experiment we're doing as a, a weekly exercise at Walk With Me Now mm-hmm. with the boiling of the vinegar. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Because yes. at the surface you would say, "What are you kidding me?" So let's do. Let's explain what it is first. Okay, what it is? It's what's important to us. Why and why? What should be important? Things like yes. that. But what is the vinegar experiment? Well, the vinegar experiment is something we heard. Yes, you might have heard about it before. 
I didn't, I just heard it for the first time mm-hmm. listening to, um, Crow Triple Seven. He was talking to someone about something and they'd mentioned something about, I don't know, vinegar to him, boiling vinegar because he was, oh, I remember why he had noticed that he was getting sprayed like bugs. That's Uh, what his words were. Sprayed like bugs. Like with chemtrails, right? Yeah. With chemtrails Mm -hmm. in his sky, he looked out and it was like, what the heck's going on? Something changed and Mm -hmm. they're like getting sprayed like bugs for the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. Someone had mentioned to him to boil some vinegar. Mm-hmm. And it should clear the air. And he thought, and he remembered, damn, I already knew that. Because yes, when he was did. taking pictures of the moon, the moon, yes. Sometimes it'd be cloudy or fuzzy or the sky would, yeah. sky would be clear. So he'd boil a gallon of vinegar. And for whatever reason, it would cause a chain reaction and give him a clear window to the moon mm-hmm. above himself. Yeah. So he, uh, he's like, I knew that and I forgot it. <laughs> Yes. So he went and gave it a, a try, I guess. So give we thought we'd give it a try too and see yeah. if, okay, well, I don't know the mechanism. I don't know the why, the how, the what. I can imagine a chain reaction of boiling ammonia hitting the... It's not ammonia, it's vinegar. Yeah, whatever, vinegar. <laughs> it's very important. Do not <laughs> boil ammonia. Whatever you do, do not boil an ammonia, okay? Okay. Do not do that. <laughs> boil vinegar. 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 White so vinegar. Yes, like white distilled vinegar. You boil it and it produces a vapor. A vapor goes up into the sky. The sky is covered in heavy metals and then they get neutralized because one is acidic and the other one is alkaline and they get neutralized and your chemtrails get neutralized basically. It just feels and it looks like a inverted cone from your little point Mm -hmm. up. Everything seems to like chain reaction itself up and you get a clear hole. Yeah. Chemtrails, clouds, whatever, or the yeah. rain come. Yeah. We did it on We've a rainy, cloudy days, day. Rainy, it, cloudy it felt day. really oppressive, gray clouds. We did the experiment and the clouds turned really bright, like shiny bright. And, and then, then the rain came and it was refreshing. And then the sun poked through. So, yeah. It felt really good. Of course, we don't have a control. It wasn't a control experiment no. where we're somebody uh, 10 miles away not doing it. What happens there? Mm-hmm. But we enlisted dozens or hundred other people to try it as well and Around see what the their results yeah. were. If they did it, what happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it's not like a controlled experiment. No. It's just to it see is, what happens. Hey, what's your observation? Yeah. If you do this, what happens? Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't do this, what happens? Right. We already know. Basically, <laughs> what happens is it gets smeared across and it turns into yes. a giant layer of, I don't know. Haze. Haze. Cloud, cloudy, kind of cloudy stuff. gray haze. We've seen it. We've done that yes. control on a natural yeah. experiment way for, I guess, for a decade or more. Mm-hmm. And now uh, this is the different thing. Try boiling vinegar. Yes. I said it right. Yes. And see what happens, right? Yeah, white distilled vinegar. So it was important to us to give it a try because mm-hmm. one of the things, one of well, our prime importance, as probably you might notice, it'll be written in this article. The prime importance of having your um, embody and express your true frequency and allow your environment to reflect it back to you in the form of experiences of the same frequency. Yes. So one of the experiences of our true frequency is not victim. Exactly. Not the victim <laughs> of things. Yeah. But it also does not mean that we are the passive 
acceptor of whatever's. Right. We're an active participant in our environment. Mm -hmm. Our true frequency is active. Yes, indeed. So we actively heard, in other words, our environment reflected Reflected back back to to us, the way to have our true frequency reflected back to us even more. Yes. Try boiling some vinegar and see how it goes, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we did it and... We like the consequence. I mean, right now our sky is perfect. No, it's kind of gray haze on it. So we should be able to, we, if we did it today, although we ran out of vinegar, <laughs> we need to get more. Um, I'm pretty sure it go deep blue. Okay, well. It's right now, it's like a gray, gray color. Well, I see gray on the horizon. I just see bright blue here. Mm-hmm. But like you said, if we bl- boiled some Vinegar, we would, then we would, we would see be able to compare if there was any, change, there was any at change at all. Yeah. And um, that's part and parcel of this, what's important and why it's important. As you're tuned into your environment and you're hearing it speak to you and mm-hmm. you're participating in it. Yes. Not just a passive experiencer of whatever is thrown at you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right. I think that that's one of the main takeaways from this is that what that you're the you're a participant in this process you're not the um passenger passive passive passenger of this experience right right of your experience right like yes of your experience right yes. <laughs> right so yeah, it reminds me of another experience we have when we travel around sometimes in the last, uh, you know, year, it seemed like being exposed to, um, other people mm-hmm. who have variety of statuses would affect us outsized. Like I would feel sore throat, scratchy throat, stuffed up face, things like oh, that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it was over, over and above in a sensitive sensitivity that I, I've ever had. You know, I've never mm-hmm. sensitive to go to town or go to a store or go to McDonald's or go wherever the heck I want. And yeah, when I tuned into my body after going to McDonald's, oh my God, sometimes I could say like, Oh, well, that actually wasn't great. <laughs> that wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> that particular experience wasn't the That's greatest. Such a good idea. You know, yesterday's was okay. This one, not so much. You know, it probably wasn't all the same. But the point mm. being is that I could ignore it. Mm. I had to actually tune into it to hear it. Mm. Right. Yeah. Ignore the unpleasantness or the. Oh, yeah, I could ignore the, the unpleasantness by covering it up that. with something else, maybe. Right. In other words, it was possible to ignore it. Mm-hmm. In the last year or so, it became impossible to ignore it. I'd be driving along pretending like I can ignore it, and I can't <laughs> ignore it, and I finally say, hey, do you notice it? I think I got something. <laughs> yes. Right? Something's wrong. What's wrong? <laughs> What's going on here? This is yes. ridiculous. We just went to the store. How could. Anything be happening. Right. Because we have been diligent about uh, a lot of things, Mm -hmm. right? Diligent about... uh, Well, our health. Our health. We're breathing brown's gas. Mm -hmm. Um, We would take chug of tea and vitamin C's and things that make our system supported. Mm -hmm. So in in a sense, it felt like we should have, I don't think the immunity is the right word, but hardness to Mm -hmm. Uh, being affected by what other people might be shedding. Doing. 
Yeah, and shedding. Yeah. But the turned out we weren't. Nope. Not even a little <laughs> Not bit. Not even a little bit. As a matter of fact, it was quite the opposite. It was like hypersensitive to it in it in I had thought we would be hardened to it. And that that probably was a mis idea, misunderstanding of the process because yes. the process that we were experiencing was the natural, rapid shedding. Yeah. The natural and healthy response to toxins. Being exposed to a toxin would be a shedding. shedding yeah. And shedding like feels like fever I'm sick. And yeah, like so you see like how it's important, and, right? It's Im- yeah. it was important. Mm, the importance understand. was that if you're feeling sick, that's bad. Yes. So that was placed in our head. If you don't feel good, that's there's something bad. wrong with you. There's something wrong. Yeah. Right. You shouldn't be getting sick. Mm-hmm. But actually. We you were, probably should get sick when you're exposed to a toxin toxins, if yes. the word sick means shed. Exactly. Yeah, you should shed it. <laughs> you should feel something. As fast as possible. Right. It yeah. shouldn't like stack up and not be dealt with until it becomes really, really a problem. Right. So that was one of the things that you start, we started scratching at. Mm-hmm, we did. Because we always felt it was important not to get sick, right? We did. <laughs> now I feel like it's important to shed. But also, yes. I don't really want to be uncomfortable. Right. So if right. it was, if that response, if we're, if our, it's almost like trying to get to a location where our bodies naturally shed the toxins, but also maybe not even ingest the toxins, maybe reject the toxins, and then shed them in a way that is not unpleasant. Yeah, that'd be and ideal in our yes, paradigm. Yes. So yes. we've adjusted and adapted and kept our ears open. What are the kind of things? Well, the main thing probably has been uh, supporting our body in its shed. Yes. Right. And so when we feel like we're in our shed, the things that support and help carry that out, mm-hmm. we'll use. We do. Now that can be, that's all the ways that help you shed. And that's clean water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Water is a good solvent, of course. Yes. Right. It's important that our water be not contaminated because contaminated water is already filled with contaminated. And there's more toxins for your body. It's hard for your. Yeah, yeah, it does the opposite. So don't drink Coca Cola. (laughs) I didn't say nothing about Coca Cola, did I? Don't drink any of that. It's full of toxins. (laughs) It is not. (laughs) Okay, maybe a little bit. Okay, maybe some of it's a lot. A lot. Let's, yeah. I wasn't talking about Coca Cola. No, I was talking I about water. Yeah, you like tap water. Like tap water, right? Well, like even water out of the ground, mm-hmm. depending on where out of the ground it comes from. Yeah, water out of the ground, like well water is very, very contaminated <laughs> with toxins. It's got something going on, that's for sure. That's <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we uh, experiment with what we hear. And yeah, we hear by tapping into people who are, I guess, experienced in this process. So mm-hmm. the one where we're getting all these scratchy throats and all this all the time, the thing that seemed to help it immediately after was some chaga mushrooms. Yeah, sh- a chaga. A tea of chaga. Yeah. That helped us feel better, but we knew we weren't covering up the feeling. In other words, I yes. wasn't taking a aspirin, so my right. sore throat didn't... Right. It couldn't feel my sore throat. I was yeah. taking a... Something that would accelerate Accelerate that the process, yeah. I guess, or yeah. assist it, or maybe encase it. Yeah. I don't know how it works. But it doesn't feel like it's covering it. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but it doesn't feel like it's covering it. <laughs> right. It doesn't feel like aspirin. No, it doesn't. No. 
come. Oh, I can't hear it anyway. We got a good microphone, honey. We do. Hopefully, yeah. then nobody can hear Romeo scratching his bed. <laughs> Who, me? He's having one of those profound thought moments. Yes, he has profound thoughts moments. Our dog, Romeo. I was gonna, <laughs> he's going to think about it now. He is. While he's he sleeping. Is. Yeah. So uh, back to the thing we were talking about, water. Yeah. Water. And then um, as our systems experience, right, and our our ears are open, more data comes for other things. So mm-hmm. Now we're also trying a chelation cream. Yes. EDTA. And we put some of that on your arms or on your legs. And mm-hmm. my experience of it so far has been... It's dramatically increased my body's ability to get rid of the toxins. Get rid of it because yeah. I think we had probably had built up of it. I think so too. Yes. Even yes. though we were trying to support, we were also in a incredibly toxic environment, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Way up, well up and above what you normally think of, and of course, it's not it's not toxins that you can see, smell, hear, or mm-hmm. taste, but it's definitely toxins you can e- experience your body trying to flush. Yes. As you're okay. tuned into it, like after eating a McDonald's, a delicious Big Mac and double <laughs> fries and corn syrup Coke. <laughs> oh my God. At the end of that, tap into your body, feel how it feels. Mm, not so good. Not the best. Not even good. Not even Only was good, good, like the first few bites, and they're like, ooh, maybe mm. I shouldn't eat this whole thing. Yes. Yeah, well, I haven't done that for years, just saying. Yeah, we haven't. But when I used to, I didn't feel bad or even notice I felt bad. Mm-hmm. When I learned to tap into my own body to see how does it actually feel, there were a whole bunch of things that I were eating that my body wasn't really using, like liking a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Indeed. And those recipes have changed over time. So now it's even the first bite that I used to think tasted good doesn't even taste, taste good, good anymore. No. Right. So our sensitivity has changed. Mm-hmm. And the sensitivity in the sense that our connection to our body is what has changed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it's about and that I think, connection. I think also it has a level of getting people used to it, you know. Habituating Slowly to habituating it. it. And so the toxins are increased slowly. Yeah. In those fast foods. So somebody who eats them all the time, they they get mm-hmm. used to it slowly and their toxins in the food, so they don't notice them. But somebody who maybe tried them for the first time, they could feel the toxins are there like right away. And for us who have been detoxifying our body, we don't have that buildup of getting used to it anymore at that body level. So if we ingest it, it's like, ugh, it's, it's much more noticeable. Yeah, it's literally disgusting. Like the taste and everything is just, I was like gutted by that side effect. <laughs> Cause I used to love McDonald's. I did. I know. Not I so good. And then the other day we heard, um, podcast and this person, um, who was an MK Ultra, um, oh, survivor yeah. or survivor. no? No, so I wouldn't say survivor. I would say more like uh, it's a little bit awake. whistleblower slash recoverer. Yeah. yeah. So, and she said, "Oh yeah, the fast food chains—they f- fill them up with toxins, but also uh, human bodies." And I was like, "Well, I've heard, and I did research a little bit about the fetuses from abortion clinics getting put into 
all these wonder burgers and vegetable burgers and things and also fast food restaurants and used as a food additive flavor enhancer fla- flavor enhancer I mean- and you can research it and it's true and you go oh my god this is so bad so it's so you know, yeah, it kind of gross, and yeah, I don't want any more fast foods. Thank you very much. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of shocking. Um, I don't know where how we got there, but yeah, it does not reflect my prime purpose to be here a nurse right now, right? And well, it does reflect your prime purpose to have your true frequency reflected back to you, yeah. and you know that the experiences that you might choose that don't aren't right they don't it's still a choice they're not part of it but they are definitely a choice you could just i can tell you right now you can forget what happened yesterday just as easy as that or last week or last month Mm -hmm. you could forget what you just heard about that the next time you go to mcdonald's Mm -hmm. say i think i remember i don't know what it was double big mac that's what i think i heard (laughs) two of them they have a two for one Yes. And if I'll just get one of them, it's fine. Yeah. Everything in moderation. We have lots of words <laughs> to go along with helping you forget. So you could yes. easily forget what you just heard. Mm-hmm. But you can also carry it with you as a um, prop. It props you up in your choice making, not the passive experiencer, but the make give active maker of your experience. So yes. this little prop says, I scratched at that i saw that yeah there is a flavor enhancer made with that stuff i'm not really interested in eating that kind of thing whatever no matter how good it tastes you know i'm just i don't think i want to do that yes and there you have a prop to help you remember to put you and keep you into your prime purpose Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. but you can also forget it yes and a lot of people do. And you, I um, think millions and millions, it says on the sign, are billions and billions. Mm-hmm. Those ones forgot. Yeah. Because it wasn't hidden. Yeah. Well, one of the things that we would like, if you're listening to this new podcast, episode one. Okay, yeah. We would like you to share it. The podcast? Yes. I would. We would like you to share the podcast, and we would also like to, to go to the inelia.substack.com website. And share the woo for thought. The essay. Yeah, the essay is probably a good thing. You know, it's woo for thought, right? Yeah. And you can share that, this first essay. And you can just ask a simple question. Hey, what do you think? Exactly. Just share and say, what do you think? It's open a conversation. What is the prime purpose for being on earth right now is to embody and express my true frequency and allow the environment to reflect it back to me in the form of experiences of that same frequency. What is the prime purpose? Oh, yeah. what is a true frequency? Hmm. Yeah. What's an environment reflecting? What does it all mean? I mean, this is a opening for a long, interesting conversation with some people that you're interested enough to share this with. Mm-hmm. Here, let's talk about this. Yep. Right? So you see where it led us, all different trees. Coming <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> down this way, this way, this way, this way, this yes. way, this way. But essentially, I think uh, sharing the article. Mm-hmm. Or sharing the podcast, this podcast, and the how to get to the article with people that you would be interested in having conversation with. Yeah, exactly. It'd be perfect. Yeah, it would be. And perfect. then their their invitation is now open. They have an open invitation to have a conversation with you, mm-hmm. and 
It could be great. Yeah, and in the essay, the written part, you know, it's like it talks about different types of importances um, with examples and things and changing importances as well. Mm-hmm. And we can change our importances anytime, you know. And um, the the things that we usually kind of give importance to sometimes in the past or so not necessarily things that we're deciding on for the future or present. Um, and I think, I think it's a good read. I like it. <laughs> I wrote it, right? <laughs> and, um, yeah, so share it. Okay. Do you feel complete, darling? Um, I think, um, let me look at how much time have we talked. 36? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. That's a lot longer than I thought. <laughs> Let me see. There was, there is, I mean, we're close. We're close. You're close to complete. But it's never too late to get back to the reason you were born at this time on earth, literally. Hmm. Yeah, so that sentence was a like a summary of uh, many of us, me included, Adapted importances from other people in their life. Right. Okay. And that's a natural part of human connection. Yes. So I couldn't figure out what was the point of being here as a kid. So I was told what it was. And there you just got, you just got a program yeah. of importance from someone else. Yeah. It's important for you to grow up and get married yes. and have children yeah. and be a good wife. Yes. Basically, that was it. That's in a, in their words was to find the love of your life, a perfect guy, get married, have kids, and you'll be happily together forever after. Okay. That's what's important. That was what's important. So you have to make sure that you're the prettiest girl on the you planet. You need to be pretty. That means do your hair, learn how to keep your nails, your clothes. No, not necessarily. I wasn't taught that part. Well, you're... You have to be, I'm saying they in, fit general, harder. in general. Honey. Yeah, but I was talking about my example. Okay, in your example, <laughs> how is it that you attract a husband? You have to be naturally beautiful, right? So you have to be born beautiful yes. in order to attract a husband. No, not just a husband. Well, the love is... of your life. Oh, geez, Louise. Yeah. Well, aren't you going to be just beautiful to your love of your life no matter what? No. Oh, for crying out loud. No. You got some complicated importances given to you. Yes, very complicated. And don't worry about it. Once you meet the love of your life, everything's going to be just fine. Everything's going to be perfect. Life is going to be wonderful. That's what I was taught. So just concentrate on finding that guy. Did it work? No. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, what writing that one? <laughs> you could say, nope, not the first time. Okay, no, I need not the first time. There you go, that's fine. Yes, or the second time. <laughs> it's a process. Let's it's just a process, call it that. yeah. It's a process. Okay. <laughs> that so, was funny. But no, it didn't work, did it? No, it did not work. That and importance didn't to... create the thing that you were told that it would create. No. But that was given to you as your fault for not being the XYZ also, right? Or you're not understanding how life really is. That's, you're supposed to be happy. It's just, this happens. Mm. 
or what? I mean, how do you, how was, how was that importance that was given you, which proved to be not correct in your own experience of it, still given prime purpose as importance, right? How was it, uh, kept as important? Because you carried on being married to the love of your life for a long time, even after that wasn't clearly working, right? So, um, when that importance, um, and that program proved to be false, I didn't have a reason to live as far as I was concerned. It was all lies. It was all lies and I couldn't figure out a way out of it until much, much later. Yeah. And then I figured out, wait, that's not the correct importance here. That's not what life is about. Just finding the guy and, you know, and then you live for happily forever after. That was not actually what we're here to do. And so when I, I dug deeper into the actual reasons of why being here, I figured out the, the core essence of why people get born at this moment in time, at least like workers. Because of course there's other importances for other people. Other people, yeah. Have other importances. Other experiences. And other experiences. So mm-hmm. I remember you made a video, um, the meaning of life. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching it and being quite disappointed, honestly. <laughs> that was actually because my I very didn't first get it video. yet. Yeah. I just didn't get it yet. Yes. I didn't get it. Because I had a lot of importances on it. It's okay. <laughs> I don't know if they can hear the, the scratching. He's always doing stuff like that. Romeo, enough. It's Stop soft. That it's already soft. Yes. It came soft. You don't have to scratch it softer. Oh, now he's going to go lay on the hard part. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, I was layered with importances, and when I watched that video, it didn't have, it made all my importances irrelevant. Oh, oh boy. I wonder yeah, why you didn't like it. Well, I didn't yeah. not like it. I didn't get it. Oh. I'm like, what? I just don't get it. What about all these important things? Mm-hmm. This is that made all my importances um, not important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess there's yeah. no other way to say it, right? Yeah. They became uh, only a means for an experience, not actually important. Right. And I had carried those as pretty important for a long time. And I, do you remember when uh, one day you asked me if I would like to go to Europe? Yes. And it was one of those dreams. I had kept as a dream of what I wanted to all my entire life, yes. but I couldn't because I had so many things that were more important than, yes. yeah. yeah. Plus you didn't have a passport. Plus it was really Well, I didn't have a passport for that reason though. Not yes. because I didn't want to go, but because <laughs> all the other things yes, were more important. You had a lot of importances. Yeah. Remember. Right. Yeah. But after I dissolved those importances and put them in the shelf where they belonged, mm-hmm. whereas they were means to experience, mm-hmm. means to experiences instead of actually important. Yeah. Those means to experiences could be changed. Yeah. It's like you move it from that dramatically important to a way to have an experience. Exactly. Yeah. That made it able to be mod- modified even mm-hmm. right? because they became as important as they actually were. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> that you, was a long way of saying, <laughs> yeah, you, the video was right. <laughs> half an hour of giving me excuses why it was, although it was your most biggest dream of my dream life, of your life, you couldn't do it. I can't do it. Then 
I hang up. I said, okay, I'm going to hang up and I'm going to call you again. I hang up and I called you again. I said, hey, Larry, do you want to go to Europe with me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah, of course I do. Yeah. Couldn't think of anything I'd rather do. So we did. We, we did, yeah. Mm. It was a it was a very excellent trip. Yes. The means and the mode and the ways of dissolving those importances, there's ways to go about it. And that's probably something worth a thought, a talk, a chat, some thought. How do you um dissolve these hugely important importances enough at least to be able to evaluate them and decide truly, do I keep this importance or not? Mm -hmm. Truly, is it on the highest list of the most important things in my life? Mm -hmm. Right? Well, um, well, the importance is, yeah. Um, if you're listening to this still, <laughs> it means that you are actually a light worker who's here um, to raise the frequency of the level of the planet and help with the split and create a high frequency world, most likely. Right. right. That's who you are. Mm -hmm. And the importance is that this or you bring into the planet are based on that. So most individuals who are listening to this still are not here to be uh, somebody's mom or somebody's dad or somebody's employee. Or Even though you may be. You can be all of those things, but you know, your prime purpose is not to be that. Right. And it's really fascinating because I've tested it with high frequency of individuals, like a really wonderful, amazing dad, for example, who was having issues with one of his sons. And I asked this person, well, did you, were you born here? Because he was saying, I can't do X, Y, Z because my son, blah, 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 blah. And he doesn't want me to and blah, blah, blah. And a lot of things. And he needs me and all this type of thing. And I said, well, were you born in this lifetime to be this person's father? Is that it? And it was a genuine question, right? And if he'd answered yes, then it's like, oh yeah, then that's it. You need to continue that path you need to be there for your son and do what he says and be a good father to your son because that's the because that's the most important thing. that's the most important thing but he sat down and he waited a while he paused and then to my surprise actually he said no i'm not <laughs> <laughs> because the evidence all showed that he was that's what his main reason to to be here. That's how he was, what he was experiencing was that yes. was the only reason and the a, most important thing in his life is to be yes, that. Yes. Above all. And that's everything. Everything else. and all things. Yes. And that then when he said supersedes no. supersedes everything. But when he actually scratched at it a minute and looked at it, he could see. He wasn't. Mm, it wasn't actually that. Yeah. He can be. He can a good be good father, a good but father. that's not the only reason he's here. He's not. He wasn't born to that give wasn't birth the most to make this him. man to be his son. You know, that wasn't it. That wasn't the main. It was a very important reason to be around and have that relationship. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't the main. The only. It wasn't the reason he was here. It was just an experience he manifested, right, and co-created with this other person. So when he said no, I was actually surprised. <laughs> 
And it's like, okay, then <laughs> so, let's review everything from this perspective then. And then everything changed. Yeah. Er, the, it opens up a lot, right? Yeah. But it also made him a better father, which yeah. surprisingly enough, surprisingly enough, it's the false importances that lead us astray. Yeah. Yeah. It's the false importances that lead us astray. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. So, um, now I feel better. Now oh, I feel good. more complete. Cool. Cool. I hope you enjoyed our chat about our woo for thought. Yes. Go to substack.substack.com. Or you can just go to yes. Substack and type in the thing I N E L I A. Yes. And then you can find it from there. Yes. And also make sure to subscribe to this new podcast, Woo for Thought. Yeah. If you're already listening, doesn't this go, it goes in a different place? Yes. Oh. So it's a new podcast. Okay. It's number one episode of our new podcast, Wolf for Thought. Okay. And make sure to subscribe. <laughs> and share it. Okay. <laughs> you get there, honey. I don't understand, honey. <laughs> you get there. Don't put things in different places. I can't <laughs> I know, find them. I know. I'm sorry about that. It's Surprise! important. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> okay. See you wherever we are. <laughs> yes. Love, Love you. you.